Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. A McDonald's Happy Meal shortage, a security guard escort, guns pulled in a Target parking lot. All of these things have something in common. Trading cards. In 2020, a new boom began. For the first time, large hedge funds, celebrities like Logan Paul and Steve Aoki, nostalgic millennials, entrepreneurs like Josh Luber, and billionaires scrambled to add sports, Pokemon, and other hot item cards to their collection and portfolios. The film is called The Hobby, and we're joined today by the director, Morgan John Fox. Morgan, welcome to Film School Radio. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. I appreciate you giving the chance to talk about some nerdy card world documentary. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I, I really of of an age where baseball cards were, um, you know, a big part of my life way back in the day. In fact, we had this horrible game. Now that I think about it, where we used to throw them against the wall to see who could get yeah. closest. Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. And you I've picked heard them about all. This. Yes, and you picked all the cards up that you know if you were the closest one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We'd all be living on yachts if we hadn't done that. So anyway, let's get to the meat of this really enjoyable, entertaining documentary film. How did you get onto the subject of trading cards? What was it that spurred you to want to do this? I collected as a kid in the 90s and it was a part of that boom. And then things were huge back then and they died out. And then the next huge boom happened in 2020 when the pandemic happened and things really spiked and and prices went through the roof and so many people got involved. And and then as a result, XTR, the production company, decided they want to make a documentary. And I happened to be at the right place in the right time and and uh, got to pitch myself because I was someone who knew about the hobby and was involved in it. Not nearly as much as the participants that we interviewed, but I had a knowledge uh, and, and have a card collection of my own. And sort of one of those dream opportunities where there's this little niche world that you're involved in and suddenly someone wants to make a movie about it and I happen to be a director and I get to direct a movie about it. I mean, really cool experience that, uh, that what I love about making movies is the opportunity that it lends you get to see, uh, you know, have access to and be behind the scenes on things that are cool that you otherwise wouldn't have access to. And this especially was one of those that uh, really, really fun. That's interesting the way you put that, because that's sort of reflective of the film itself in the sense that you start out as doing this because you love to do it. You started out, I'm sure, making films because it's a passion of yours. And then eventually it becomes a business, an opportunity for you to make money. Hence, we have a, a lot of certainly would have been my story if I'd held on to my baseball collection the way I should have. But you see the, the passion first. And then you see what evolves from there, right? Is, is that a fair way to put it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, of course, there are some people who just get into these worlds during the hype of them uh, to make a quick buck, you know, flippers, we call them. But the overwhelming majority of people are in it because they are, they have that collector gene. Either it's nostalgic like me, whereas I did it as a kid. My grandfather is the one who... Uh, you know, he collected uh, way, way back in the day. His collection oh, was God. all thrown away, yeah. uh, sadly. But, uh, you know, he's the one that would take me to the card shop. That's oh. how I started as as a youngin. I think that's most people's stories is that someone else started them and then they take their kids and or their grandkids. And, it, and it's this thing that gets passed down over time. 
you know, it's nostalgia at its core. Nostalgia is this thing that grounds us, that gives us a sense of meaning in our lives, especially when there's a sense of unknowing uh, about life, which is exactly what explains what happened during the pandemic, where there was so much unknown, right? Everyone was like, this is unprecedented. We don't know what's going on. And so whereas a lot of people thought that the last thing people would get into is, is card collecting, especially spending money when it's like people don't have jobs. But it actually makes sense when you think about a passion hobby that is rooted in nostalgia is that people wanted a sense of meaning and a sense of grounding. And, and so, yeah, they went to these things that gave them a sense of that maybe when they were younger or whatever else. And uh, they gravitated to it and it just grew and grew and grew. And that's why they decided to make this documentary XDR. And I'm yeah. Uh, luckily got involved and with fun. Well, let me let me just remind our, our audience that uh, the film, The Hobby, is coming out on um, on video on demand on February 16th, this Friday. And uh, so be looking for it. I assume most of the major platforms it'll be on or how are we doing this? Yeah, it, basically anywhere you can rent or download a movie, Amazon, Apple, Google Play, you know, all of those places that you would normally do such things. Uh, I would love for people to go this Friday, February 16th and check it out and share it with their friends. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pay for my own movie just so that I, you know, I've been using a private link so long. It's going to be fun to actually go through the Apple TV and pay for my own movie and add it to my large movie library. Yeah. Uh, it's talk super- about another uh, obsessive collecting. I uh, have way too many films, <laughs> but uh, I love I love it. And there is something about the gathering of the tribe, that these trade shows where people go to look at all the different opportunities they have to collect cards. And there is something about something tribal about it. There's something reinforcing about your own sort of sense of yourself, kind of reinforcing the fact that you're not alone in the world. There are other people who who, who share these passions. And that's really what comes across to me in the film, uh, in, in in the hobby, is that so who's the first person you reach out to to kind of begin to tell the story? Who, what's your what's your gateway into this world? At that time, I was listening to the Sports Cards Nonsense podcast. They were sort of came around during the pandemic. I mean, those folks were collecting well before that, but they started that podcast casually and then got onto the Ringer podcast network during that time. So twice a week, I was listening to that. And so I instantly was like, well, I want these guys. I want to go behind the scenes with them to sort of act as a reliable narrator throughout the film, the news and the ongoings of the world. And so I pitched to them immediately uh, and they were down for it. And then it just started to evolve from there. You know, I wanted to represent a diverse aspect of, of this world. Uh, you know, I also wanted to touch on not just sports cards, but also the, the TCG world. So trading card games like Pokemon and also some non-sport cards. You know, there's movie cards I have here in front of me. Uh, as a huge movie fan, Gremlins are one of, is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I have an autographed Joe Dante Gremlins <laughs> card, you know. Uh, that's the type of stuff I like to connect collect these days. It's not as expensive, and it's uh, it's like cool. I get to hold hold this little piece of history. Uh, you know, so there's all types of cards these days, and uh, some emerging markets, I think, are like the non-sport and things that represent pop culture and filmmaking. And so I wanted to represent a little bit of all of that, and not only the history, not only today and what happened in the pandemic, but the history as well. A lot of people think, especially when you hear about spikes and money and crazes, people think of like the Beanie Babies or something, right? Yeah, right. Well, the trading cards have been around. It's a well over a hundred year old hobby, right? This is not some flash in the pan. Yes. Did people overpay during the pandemic for some cards? Yes. These things aren't going to go to zero. It's been around for so long and it's again, well ingrained into the nostalgia of our culture. And so 
I hope that this is the seminal documentary on that space. And I think we represented a lot of the figures that are involved. I think you did. And uh, there's a couple. You've got the enthusiast slash, well, I mean, everybody at some point in the film has is in in for not only the thrill of collecting, but also understands the economics of it all. There are just so many people in the film that are obviously passionate about what they are doing. And it comes across in the film. I really gravitated to people like Sharon and Danny. Let's talk about some of the people, specific people that are in the hobby. Yeah. I mean, I want the Pokemon card world is, is crazy, like how big it is. I didn't realize, you know, obviously I've heard of Pokemon, like anyone that is alive has heard of it in some degree or seen it around, even if you don't even know what it is. Uh, and Danny is really big in that space. And I love their personality. Uh, so fun to be around and um, just like, like infectious happiness and joy that Danny presents. Uh, we got to spend some time with them and, and their world to see behind the scenes and what they do with their streams and their collecting. Yeah, I saw Sharon, uh, Sharon and Siobhan, who are the co-owners of Black Shaded Wolf uh, in New York, female-owned card company. And Sharon is like a savant in that world. You know, I saw her in some interview and instantly was like, we have to film with them. I want them in this movie so bad. Uh, and it actually was difficult. They're like not wanting the spotlight. And I had my producer, I was like, I'm not making this film if we do not get them. Like, so <laughs> we kept begging and I, and he started sending them my previous work to show that I wasn't just some hack, like show some of my movies and stuff. And finally they agreed to do it. Uh, and, you know, Sharon is just like a savant. has been collecting for 30 years. Uh, she has a photographic memory and stays up to like 4 a.m. every day studying box scores so that, you know, from sports so she can know what to invest in and like, and just like a true genius in this world and, and, you know, travels all over the country buying and selling cards and like makes a really good living off of it. It's just really cool to, to uh, spend time with these folks who, who have made their lives around these little pieces of cardboard, uh, yeah. something that you would never expect. I will say the last thing about all of this, it's a fun film to watch. It's completely relatable. Everybody who's had heroes growing up, whether it would be Pokemon or, or baseball players, basketball players, whoever it is, the same thrill that we watch in the film of them opening up those package was when I put my nickel down to open up that to open that up and to see what the besides the bubble gum what the cards were inside and uh yeah absolutely it's it's a thrill it really truly is so well listen i, w I just want to thank you so much morgan john fox for your time and for this film the hobby which is coming out on video on demand to on friday february 16th that's today so be looking for it and thank you so very much for your time morgan yeah, Mike, thank you so much. I appreciate you helping spread the word, and I hope everybody enjoys the movie. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.